Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications with the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, I'm speaking with one of our members, Nadav Eyal, the CEO and co-founder of ABNA, which is a pioneering cannabis technology company and terpene manufacturer headquartered in California and research and development center in both Colorado and Israel. Nadab's professional background is rooted in the field of data science. He has long been passionate about botanical medicine and how it can offer a more effective medicinal treatment than pharmaceutical products. In 2014, Nadav founded Abna with a mission to bring the health benefits of cannabis to broader populations worldwide. Welcome to the show today, Nadav. Hey, Bethany. Thank you for inviting me. Happy to be here. Wonderful. Uh, let's start by getting to know you a little bit better, learning more about that background of yours in data science and your passion about botanical medicine before even thinking about cannabis. What did you do before then? Yeah, so my background and my story started, let's call it 2008. Unfortunately, I was uh, very much involved in um, my mother that uh, diagnosed with uh, cancer and, and her treatment that, uh, let's say, didn't, uh, wasn't so successful. Um, mm. At the time, uh, being, uh, as you, we all know, cannabis um, basically was in the beginning of what we currently understand um, and let's say the potential of the plant was already there. People were speaking about the ability of cannabis to help cancer patients, but uh, at least in Israel, the medical program was uh, in a very early stage. Um, but uh, unfortunately, she, she couldn't uh, use uh, cannabis just because of the stage uh, where cannabis were at that time. Uh, she passed away and I joined the military intelligence in the same year. And as you can imagine, this is uh, the, age of, the age of 18. It uh, was a um, life-changing event uh, that uh, led me uh, to a lot of, um, let's call it uh, interesting nights, uh, thinking about what can we do better and different and when it comes to treatments of uh, cancer and, and treatments in general. Um, in, I was uh, joining the military intelligence uh, in Israel, uh, doing uh, different projects of uh, big data, uh, using data to solve hard questions. Uh, that's basically what uh, is all about related to um, 
intelligence. And uh, because I was exposed to these uh, problems in the pharmaceutical medical world, um, I decided that, um, and I saw also the fact that cannabis is a potential treatment. And those things together brought me uh, to basically found, uh, found, found, uh, found IBNA in 2014 with the, one, the largest the cannabis supplier in Israel and it become uh, my co-founder and my partner at that time that was serving uh, with me in the military intelligence. Eventually tried to see how we can take the methods that we learned and used in the data, in, from the data perspective in the military intelligence in order to solve the hard questions about cannabis. And the hard questions related to how we can actually bring products that will be useful and will be effective to people that have specific problems such as um, such as pain and uh, anxiety and sleep. And, and, and uh, the only way we found that we actually will be able to do it is to break down the plant into single compounds and to study them uh, one by one, um, like uh, uh, you need to do in science. So if you want to really treat uh, data in the right way. And that's, uh, that's the story behind the beginning of, of Ibna. And um, yeah, and uh, my story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your mother to cancer. Um, it, it, it is so sad and, and also another great reason to continue to explore the healing properties of cannabis for those who are really suffering with, with these health problems. Um, and to join the Israeli military around the same time, that's, ooh, that's, that's a lot going on at the same time. Uh, I'm guessing the Israeli military uh, does not study cannabis necessarily, right? No, not at all. <laughs> no, but yeah. there is a lot of research that came that comes out of Israel. I think uh, the very well-known uh, doctor uh, Meshulam uh, has has been at this for years and years. H how would you say the overall, not in the military, but in Israel overall, what is the view of cannabis as medicine? Yes. Yeah, so back in nineteen sixty. We started here in Israel research on the cannabis plant much before any other academic institution actually did some research on the plant. And in 1963, uh, Professor Rafael Mishulam was actually were able to uh, synthesize the THC uh, for the first time and give it gave it its, its name and also some other minor cannabinoid along along the way mm -hmm. and so and the, the reason was that in israel the, there was a very open-minded about understanding uh, the cannabis plant and the potential medicinal benefit of the plant uh, this fact led to a lot of uh, discoveries um, and innovation when it comes to the research of the plant, just because we started before anywhere else in the world. Oh yeah. So uh, back in 2000, uh, when, back in 2014, when we founded the company, and one of the first meeting we had was actually with Professor uh, Rafael Meshulam. 
And so as you, as people recognize today, Israel became a pioneer uh, in everything related to cannabis research, just because we started much earlier than anyone else. In 1963, Professor Meshulam uh, synthesized the THC out of the plant and from that point on, uh, continuing researching and discovering uh, minor uh, cannabinoids and, and more uh, ver very important compounds. And I remember when I came to the meeting over, uh, over the Hebrew University of Jerusalem to his lab, and just speaking with him and speaking with uh, his lab team, and the knowledge over there was just like, let's call it on the floor, it's everywhere. And mm. at the same time, understanding the needs coming from the market, from patients, you know, we decided that we must, uh, we have a lot of things to do. And again, coming from data, I decided to basically allocate all of our resources um, in order to base, to collect this data into something that will be useful for humans, because eventually data is not enough. Mm -hmm. In my perspective on life, you need to bring uh, products that will be simple enough and will answer the needs of people in a, in, in a way that will be uh, so valuable that it will actually utilize the knowledge and that uh, behind the data. So mm -hmm. we started to bring this concept to life. And back in 2016, we already launched one of few, few first products in the US market. And since then, uh, we continue and in innovating and bringing um, this type of, um, let's call it um, knowledge of, from Israel to the world uh, in the form of uh, formulations. And um, yeah, so, that's the short story about Mishula. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I, I would love an opportunity to, to listen, uh, you know, meet him in person. So it sounds like, you know, these days you, you travel quite a bit, particularly between the US and Israel um, running the company. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we as a company, uh, today, Ibna is operating in over 60 countries, and I'm very lucky to be traveling all over the world, uh, meeting new people, and especially looking for those ones that are that have the right amount of passion that actually needed at the, at the moment uh, we we are uh, when it comes to the cannabis industry. We are in the beginning. And in the beginning, those people, the visionaries, are what makes the difference, uh, both from a social perspective as a, on economic, economical perspective. And I'm very lucky to enjoy meeting those people, entrepreneurs uh, that believe in the cannabis plant. And that's basically what I'm doing, spreading the world, meeting with people and bring them together in order to create a change. And that's what, yeah, that's my day to day involving both on the R&D mm -hmm. and collab collaboration between university also universities outside of Israel mm. and now and, and also uh, related to um, everything around the business development investors and the people that want to make a change yes you definitely have your plate full all right let's take our first commercial break and then we'll come back and chat more with Nadab from Avna. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. 
NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Bethany Moore, talking with Nadav from Abna. And let's go ahead and dive right into the science of terpenes, which is getting so exciting day by day. And I think the mainstream, as in the consumers and the public, are starting to wrap their heads around cannabinoids. Um, We know what CBD is now. It's almost in everything. Um, But terpenes are the next level of science in cannabis. Um, Can you explain, first of all, what terpenes really are and what they can do for human health and healing? Yeah, for sure. So terpenes are a a group of organic compounds uh, found in a very wide diversity of plants in nature. And they uh, play a very unique role um, in, in, in the plant. Uh, on one hand, uh, they defend the plant from different disease, bacteria, and things that can, um, can basically kill the plant. At the sec- but on the, se- on, the, on, the other, on the other end, they are attracting uh, pollinators uh, in order for the plant to be able to um, continue and find uh, a way to distribute in nature. So they actually uh, have this two-sided effect that is also, if you think about it, when it's come to humans, uh, this is the same thing we see um, uh, on us. Uh, on one end, uh, the antibacterial, antifungal, and the anti different, let's call it anti inflammatory um, related um, effects of those compounds can be very useful for us as human beings. At the same time, we recognize terpenes by their smell. And we attract to cannabis because terpenes are those compounds that make the smell of the plant. And today people are choosing cannabis flowers because of the of these uh, unique notes coming from those terpenes. So um, this, those compounds, um, what we're learning about them uh, in the last couple of years is that they can play um, a very crucial role in the effect associated with cannabis, which I will be happy to share more about. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So um, they help prevent bacteria, fungus, disease, but also really, really smell good. And it makes me think about how, you know, I love essential oils like lavender. It has a calming effect for my anxiety and lemon really lifts my mood and eucalyptus and so on and so forth. And I tend to like those terpenes in cannabis as well. So as far as harness, harnessing these, these terpenes and their sensory effects, let's, let's go even further into that. Yeah, so the terpenes themselves um, being absorbed by the body from, 
in different ways. And the main and the most effective one is inhalation. And via inhalation, the bioavailability of terpenes is the highest, and it can produce a very wide range of, uh, of medicinal effect. And what happened is that up until now, people thought that they are some sort of a catalyzators for cannabinoids that help cannabinoids absorb differently in the body. What we were able to prove in the last couple of years in our research is that terpenes by themselves have a, a very a distinctive effect when it comes to binding to different receptors in the human body. Mm. What, does it, what does it mean? It means that if we look on the endocannabinoid system, which is the most known system and that's uh, activated by cannabis, up until now even, some people think that only THC and CBD are the compounds that are activating to this system. We were able to prove that the same uh, receptor as CB1 and CB2 are activated by terpenes. Uh, and not only those uh, two receptors, because in the endocannabinoid system, we have more receptors such as TRPV1, that uh, is a very important one for pain, and some other, other one called the CP, CPR, uh, GPR, sorry, and um, also other systems in the body, such as the serotonin system and the GABA system, which are both crucial to our behavior and to our uh, uh, different uh, condition related to wellness. Mm -hmm. All of them uh, activated uh, by terpenes, sometimes even more than being activated by the minor cannabinoids. That's fascinating. I, I love learning more as we continue to, you know, peer deeper down the microscope here at, at what you know, what we knew anecdotally for, for many, many thousands of years, uh, we're actually able to look under the microscope now and, and see what's really going on. It's fascinating. And, and to talk about how we're breaking these barriers here, let's, let's talk about an impact it can have on people suffering from uh, opioid addiction or other narcotics. Um, you know, I have to mention that NCIA one of our first white papers uh, several years ago focused on how cannabis is a viable solution for replacing opioids in many, many cases. So can you talk about what you're seeing there? Yeah, so opioids are usually used to treat pain, uh, chronic pain. Uh, the endocannabinoid system is also a uh, uh, activating um, different pain-related rece receptors. And the one thing that is unique about the endocannabinoid system is that the activation um, can be uh, much more um, safe on a long term, meaning that uh, people that will use uh, different uh, compounds that activate those receptors uh, has a much less risk of addiction. Um, what does it mean? Uh, it means that today uh, a lot of people receive uh, opioids to treat their pain 
But what we believe is that in the next five to 10 years, we're going to see drugs in the market that using the same phytochemicals in the cannabis plant in order to treat pain in a way that will be safe and will not uh, be uh, put the people that using it in a risk of addiction and will allow them to continue to function and to keep uh, their quality of life. So in that regards, the research of taking the approach of the pharmaceutical scientific research and apply it into cannabis, what Ibna is doing in the, next, in the last seven years, is something that is crucial for us to be able to replace some of those opioids for patients that not really need it and eventually allow them to enjoy their life and continue to be functional. Yes, absolutely. Um, that reminds me, uh, in the spring, I, I sprained my ankle, for example, and, you know, it hurt really bad. And I, I went to the urgent care and they, they asked me if, if, if I need some painkillers. And I said, you know, I, I think I'm just going to take some ibuprofen and, uh, and smoke some, some cannabis. Uh, no, thank you. Um, yeah. just, just sometimes it, you you solve one problem, but you cause other problems, I think. So it's almost mm -hmm. amusing to me. It's almost funny that, you know, we, uh, many of us are going to cannabis to get away from the pharmaceuticals, but now we're almost at the point, according to what you're saying, where we can come back and reintegrate um, at least the compounds <laughs> that you're mentioning back into the pharmaceutical industry. Am I on to something here? Yeah, I think the, what, the only thing is that the pharmaceutical industry will never be able to ingest the fact that uh, medicine will be composed of a multi-compound that will act synergetically. In the pharmaceutical industry, it, the products are always one compound. In nature, the, the quality and the ability to treat people will come from compositions of, of ingredients that will play together uh, synergetically. And therefore, um, what I think that we're gonna see uh, is that the cannabis industry will break a very, very important barrier when it comes to life science and allow the world to start seeing products that are different by the fact that they are composed of few different compounds that work together and therefore they are safe because they are not overdosing people in with compounds that are actually toxic for for the for the body mm -hmm. and i believe that the cannabis industry will make uh, the ability to remove this barrier exist today when it comes to innovation around life science. And uh, hopefully we're gonna see more products containing phytochemicals from the cannabis plant, uh, making great uh, innovation into everyone's life. So yeah. Yeah, we are here for that. And I hope uh, more great minds will join this very crucial and important effort. 
Yes, that's so inspiring, and I'm here for it too. <laughs> I'm also uh, here to take our last commercial break, uh, and then we'll come back and wrap up our conversation with Nadav from Abna. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. And we've been learning a lot about terpenes and micro compounds of the cannabis plant and where we may be going in the direction of applying it to medicinal treatment uh, outside of our traditional pharmaceuticals that that we're all used to. Um, That being said, you, uh, Nadav, you'll be joining uh, or you've recently been seated on NCIA's Cannabis Manufacturing Committee. So you get to collaborate with some other NCIA members on these issues. Um, what are you most excited about in being a part of this committee and for this next year? So I, so first of all, it, it, it is a pleasure. And I was already in the last year part of this committee. So I had a chance to have the, the monthly meeting, learning from the best minds in the industry, sharing ideas, shaping the future of the industry. And I think that entrepreneurs that are running business should make an impact and be joining uh, the NCIA that is doing great, uh, very, very important um, um, things uh, when it comes to both science, regulation, education, things that are crucial for us in the beginning of this industry where we are. Um, and I'm looking forward to continue and bringing the best, no, best of our knowledge from Israel um, to the NCIA group and, and eventually to the rest of the industry. Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, we have very limited uh, medical research here in the United States, so we certainly could use a leg up there. So thank you for that. Um, I I was so excited to return to the business of in-person trade shows recently. Uh, We were in Detroit in September for our Midwest Cannabis Business Conference. And things do look a little different now since we're 
coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic slowly but surely. So definitely some mask wearing, um, social distancing, hand sanitizer. And I'm looking forward to our other, uh, our bigger show uh, that we'll be hosting in December on December 15th, 16th, and 17th in San Francisco. So our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo is coming to the Moscone Center and NCIA members absolutely get discounted tickets to the show, if not free tickets, depending on your membership level. So I urge listeners to uh, head to CannabisBusinessSummit.com and go ahead and register your team to join us at the conference. Uh, we're keeping everyone safe. So um, we're also following the rules uh, of San Francisco and the Moscone Center. So we'll be requiring proof of vaccination to attend the show. And I hope I get to see you there, Nadav. What part of the world will you be in this December? I will probably be there. Yay. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we can meet and I would be happy to take part. And uh, I think uh, being in the other shows before COVID, uh, always, always a pleasure and always productive. Yeah. So. And we have some great speakers from the professional sports community. Uh, there's so much going on that, you know, could be, uh, there's going to be another episode actually <laughs> talking mm -hmm. with some athletes um, that will be keynote speakers at the show. So they'll be talking about how they're integrating cannabis into their health and well-being. So it sounds like all of these things are going to work very well together. And I can't wait to be there at the show and see everybody. Um, so we've run out of time today, but Nadav, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing some of your wisdom. Uh, I can't wait to learn more as well and, and meet you in person in San Francisco. Where can our listeners learn more about your company, Abna? So we have a knowledge center in our website that is fully available for education, uh, which I pretty much recommend. We invest a lot in, in that and we want to share the knowledge that we collect with the world. Um, so at uh, www.ibna.com, uh, everything is available for public. And uh, yeah, I think that will be the best way. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, thank you again. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.